0: And welcome to another edition to the Deliberation Sports Podcast, coming to you wherever you may be, however you may be listening. We definitely appreciate y'all for checking us out once again. Got another great show lined up for y'all today, man. Of course, it's the Deliberation Sports crew here ready to talk some sports, man. This is the March Madness edition of the show, fresh off the brackets being announced Uh, We're going to get right into everything, man, here in just a few minutes. Of course, I am Josh Major, joined by the Deliberation Sports crew, Evan DeVold and Justice Bolden, here to chop it up, talk all things sports, and mainly uh, March Madness, man, with NCAA Tournament Brackets, out today. Also, some Memphis Tigers. Going to get you right off the top uh, to get into all that, man. But before we get into it, just as you know what we do around this time, let the people know how they can follow all things Deliberation.
1: They can follow us on Twitter, Deliberation SP1, Instagram, Facebook, Deliberation Sports Podcast. We also have the Deliberation Sports Community page on Facebook. And to subscribe, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, google podcast and spotify just remember look for deliberation sports podcast
0: that's it that's it y'all check it out check it out check it out got a lot of good stuff on there some great interviews over the past few weeks we definitely appreciate all the people that have been tuning in and just uh, keep it rolling with the liberation so today man the brackets are out before we get into all that uh the Memphis tigers season is over and it ended this past saturday Um, at least the the regular season AAC tournament um, ended this past Saturday with the game against Houston. A game that went right down to the wire. Had a lot of drama. The Tigers had uh, multiple opportunities that they could not take advantage of down the stretch but a hard-fought way uh, to end the AAC tournament for the Tigers. Unable to actually make the field of 68 uh, for the NCAA tournament but The Tigers are, as we now know, the three seed in the NIT. Uh, We'll be facing San Diego in the first round there. But we'll get to all that. Guys, how are we feeling about uh, the Tigers' performance in the AAC tournament, first of all, and um, not making NCAA tournament uh, in Penny Hardaway's first year? Let's start with Evan on this.
2: Well, I thought they performed. Well, in the AAC tournament, if you look in the first round, uh, they basically did what they had to do with Tulane. They put them away. Game wasn't really ever close. Uh Tulane made it kind of respectable at the end, but the, the outcome of the game wasn't ever in doubt. Then you smack a UTF team who was squarely in the NCAA tournament uh, by 20 points again for the second time uh, this year. Uh, That, I think, kind of got the fan base up. Hey, we just beat this team by 20 points again. Maybe we can go and upset the Houston team, who's been one of the top 10 teams for the vast majority of the year in the country. So you fast forward to uh, Saturday, uh, the city's hype. You have our opportunity to come out and earn your way into the NCAA tournament. And uh, the first half, we just struggled. We couldn't hit an open jump shot. uh, Couldn't throw a rock in the ocean. But the guys just kept playing. I remember saying to myself, down 10, I said, at halftime, I said, man, we're looking to not be down by 20 the way we shot the ball. and got got manhandled on the glass. Uh, I said, we get some shots falling from Jeremiah and Tyler, Tyler maybe we'll be back in the game. Uh, it didn't come in that way. It came in a lot of guys like Rainier crashing the boards, uh, you had Tyler; he didn't hit some threes, but you had Jeremiah getting to the rack. He, it seemed like he lived at the free throw line the entire second half. Uh, and then Houston helped us; they missed a lot of free throws down in the clutch. And honestly, they hit two or three of the probably fifteen missed free throws. We wouldn't even had a chance to even tie for the game, uh, tie for the game at the end. But overall, I think in the Houston game, man, they played hard. Unfortunately, in games like that, somebody got to lose. Uh, overall, for the season, I give the, the team a B-minus just because you had some games that probably could have got you in the NCAA tournament uh, that you lost, that you had. Texas Tech, uh, you, you had that game. You need to win, though. I don't care how young a team is or how young the coaching staff is. If you're an NCAA tournament team, you got to find a way to win that game. Cincinnati up 20 at home, you got to win that game. Uh, you win those two games, it doesn't matter if you win uh, Saturday against Houston. You're in the NCAA tournament. If you look at some of the teams that the committees chose to pick, uh, you could have went either way on a lot of them because a lot of them would be out of here Thursday or Friday when they were their first-round game. So, overall, I'm I'm satisfied with us getting back to the NIT or getting back to postseason play for the first time in five years. That's a drought I'm not looking forward to seeing again in a long time. So I thank Penny Hardaway and the staff for breaking the no postseason drop uh, and and looking for this recruiting class coming in, man. We definitely be having our name, Carlos, selection Sunday next year.
0: No question, no question. That's one thing I uh, have seen. A lot of Tigers fans talk about, man, just looking forward to next year and uh, everything that's going on uh, that's going to come in, that is. And the class is not even finished. So that's a lot to look forward to, even though we still have a few more games left you know, with the postseason, the NIT and everything. But, of course, it's nowhere near um, how we would feel if they were going to NCAA Uh But Justice, man, what do you think?
1: Well, first off, I thought their performance in the conference tournament was uh, pretty good, to be honest. Uh, you look at the uh, first-round first matchup with Tulane, uh, they got them out the way. And despite the fact uh, Jeremiah Martin Uh, I think he was one of six in that game. And then coming back against UCF, they really put it on. And, um, you know, there was a thought that if you could get the production you got from Isaiah Maurice in that game where he had a career-high 21 points against Houston, that it would translate. But then um, in that game against Houston, down 10 at halftime, the Tigers just shot an abysmal uh, percentage from the field throughout the game. And I think a lot of that was just being at home, the jitters, uh, just taking just quick shots. I mean, they shot 68 shots in that game, which I, I want to say was at least 10, 11 more than what Houston shot. So that lets you know that the energy was there. But uh, it's going to be tough to win a game, even in a tournament setting, at home when you shoot 23%. But overall, um, I like I like the fact that they'll be playing in the postseason for the first time in four years or, or – and just the opportunity to to play more basketball. The freshmen, I think, have grown up a bit. Most of those guys were on the floor with uh, Memphis made that run. And, uh, you know, to outscore Houston by seven in the uh, second half, that's something that they did on the road, or nearly did on the road early in the season against Houston. But, uh, like I said, overall, I, I think when you look back at the schedule, as Evan alluded to, there were some games that if you could have those back, uh, I think one of them is, is uh that Charleston game, College of Charleston, the seventy eight seventy five. Uh the Texas Tech on the neutral site is one that I would point to. And then also the, the two games against Cincinnati. Uh the first one on March 2nd, you lost that one by two on the road. Uh and then, you know, so I think and then the home game against Cincinnati when you lost by five. I think if you look at those four games, you win two of them, you're probably talking about Memphis being in the uh, tournament at 23 and 11 instead of uh, being in the NIT. But overall, postseason basketball, uh, they had a good weekend. Obviously, they had a four-star on campus, uh, that's the key on So I think overall, I'm pleased with uh, the, the overall improvement, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Tyler Harris, Antoine Jones, uh, Alex Lomax, and, and a lot of the guys returning uh, next season to, to a loaded uh, incoming class.
0: Yeah, and the good thing about it, man, it seems like everybody is even more bought in now that they've experienced and went through the wars together. You know what I'm saying? I even uh, saw on Twitter, I know Evan, uh, I believe both of you guys saw it on Twitter with Antoine Jones' uh, video. He was, you know, talking about, you know, you know, just kind of how to understand how who he is as a, as a player and everything and how he's learned that's more about the team than about himself, um, which is one thing Penny, you know, constantly talked about throughout the season. So, everybody seems to be bought into the vision that Penny has, and plus can't help but be hyped for next year's class coming in, uh, which, you know, and no knock to the to the seniors now or whatever, man, but there's so much more athleticism and skill. Coming in, you know that I think it's gonna make it easier in certain aspects, um, you know, to do certain things they couldn't do this year. And there's also a lot of toughness coming in, Josh. You know, when yeah. you got a,
1: a James Wiseman, a Malcolm Dandridge, a DJ Jeffries at their respective position those guys are tough. And I didn't even mention Damian Ball, who's just a yeah. dynamo at, at the point guard position on both ends of the floor. So they're bringing in some some studs, and uh, they still they may not they may not be done.
0: Yeah. And let's not forget about Lance Thomas, either, who kind of gets forgotten about. And, you know, they're constantly raving about him um, and what he could bring as well, man. So the team's going to be loaded with athleticism and length and all that. So that's going to be a great, great thing for next year. But quick thing before we move on to the the rest of the, the college basketball scene. NIT, how much should we care about this whole deal? Now, the Tigers are the three seed. I'm surprised they were the three seed a little lower to me, but not that we're going to argue about NIT seeding here, but how are we feeling about the NIT? Do they need to make a run in this NIT, or are we just happy they're in the postseason? Evan, if you want to hit that first.
2: Uh, is James Wiseman still signed to the University of Memphis? I
0: believe so. I believe so. Is
2: DJ Jeffries of ESPN Top 25 five-star still signed? Damian Ball, Malcolm Dandridge, are we in on Lusty Key on that? and Trenton Walker. We we don't have to do nothing. Uh, Yes, we should care as a city about postseason play because we're sending out five seniors uh, who've given their blood, sweat, and tears uh, to this program, and it'll be the first time. uh, Think about it. Jeremiah's been here four years. This is first time playing postseason basketball. So it definitely means something to these guys. So the city should get behind it. They're playing a San Diego team that uh, is 20 and 14. Uh, they beat some teams like Colorado. Uh, they beat San Diego State. Uh, and they beat Washington State, who earned the Kent got fired. But, I mean, those are P5 schools uh, that you could put on your resume that you want. And uh, they got guys like uh, Isaiah Pinero, who's averaging 19.1. Uh, Oling. Carter III, uh, he's averaging 14. Isaiah Wright averaging right at 14. So they got some guys who, that tells you with their stats can put the ball in the hole. Uh, so it's definitely I urge fans to come out and support on a Tuesday at the Fed this week, man. It's going to be fun. It's postseason basketball again. Uh, just think about it. You think this team won't be excited if they get the match score going in the Final Four of The NRT. Yeah, they will. Uh, so fans, they should care. Go out, support the university, buy tickets. Go out and send these seniors off the right way Because they're three seeds So if they win, their second game will be on the road So this will be officially The last game for those seniors
0: at home. That's it, that's it, man And uh, Justice, what you thinking, man? Do you want to do a uh, Calipari style Make it to the NIT national title? Uh, go and get that victory, man What you think?
1: Well, first off, bragging rights and Anytime you're playing basketball, you want to win I don't care what it is Yeah. So, you know, it could be one-on-one, three-on-three uh, Knockout Uh, you want to win so I I think when you look at Memphis number one you're playing San Diego that's not a basketball school you don't want to lose to San Diego you want to beat San Diego especially they're coming to your house Uh, I think that would leave a sour taste in people's mouths even though most of them be looking forward to next season but you still want to come out and try to play as long as you can so if you can go out and beat San Diego and pile up a couple of wins and make it to New York uh, that's notoriety for the program And, and all you will be hearing about is the recruiting class So, uh, I I would say the goal uh, for the team in the NIT should be to, at the worst, advance to the Final Four, which gives you, I want to say, at least three games.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. I agree, and I think this team can definitely do that. So, we'll see what happens in the Tigers' NIT journey. What you think, Joe? Well, I mean, man, look, I'm like this. I I do, I kind of agree with what you were saying, Evan, as far as, you know, Not that you want to lose, because you definitely don't want to, you know, come out FedEx form and just lose San Diego off the bat. That's just not going to be a good look in any aspect. I think it is important to win a couple of games, at least, um, you know, to get that bitter pill out of your (laughs) mouth, you know, satisfy the fans a little bit. And, you know, to give a senior like Jeremiah some, some notoriety that he deserves, you know, heading into whatever his future may hold, whether that's the NBA or somewhere professionally overseas um, or or whatever he chooses to do. So I think, you know, you want to win some games, man. You want to make as good of a run as you possibly can. And why not hold up a, you know, an NIT trophy? I don't know if they put banners up for that. You know what I'm saying? But either way it goes, (laughs) it's a championship, so that's that's not going to hurt nothing. You know, so... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Definitely gonna be watching this Tuesday. I'm gonna take on the mighty uh San Diego. Uh whatever their names may be. But so <laughs> <laughs> no shade to San Diego, you know what I'm saying? But we not shade to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> whatever y'all names, that you know what that, I'm
2: that, saying? That,
0: that. Ahorita- Toro's the Toro. We ain't losing to no Toro's or Churos or whatever. Bro. We ain't losing. No churros coming in the FedEx on But anyway, speaking of some teams in the big tournament, the NCAA tournament is out. You Tor- know the schedule. It's uh, the Toreros. <laughs> the Torero. The Torero? What is a Torero? Uh, I would have to look up Torero. I'm
1: not sure. That
2: sound like a... Look at this, want to be all, all, you know, fundamentally sound, politically correct. Man, they the Torero, <laughs> man. That's a, bull, a
0: Torero is a bullfighter. Oh really? Yeah, Torero. So that's that's like, uh, cause I know Justice in Cali, you know they got all them the Cali yeah. shoes, man. We don't know about so that. They got all them bullfighters over there, you know. What I mean? <laughs> you know, at least all I know is, man, it sounded like a dish, you know, at Texas Day Brazil or something.
2: You know, he went to White Station, man. He he, he got the good education. He could break it down, syllable by <laughs> oh, syllable. Yeah, we
0: know, all know,
2: it's, it's all good. Got no and, flavor, you
0: know, man. He got the international flavor now. You remember we are talking about Nikola Jokic?
2: Willie Carmen
0: Gomez.
1: We'll get to Jokic in, in another episode after hitting another game winner over the last week. So we'll, we'll get to him later.
0: <laughs> and, and speaking of, <laughs> well, all I got to say is game winners, international, Mario Hezonja blocking LeBron at the rim. In who? Y'all know who that is. You know, it is. know That's the same is. guy that the freak. That guy. Yeah, that guy. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, don't mess with these European internationals, man. You know? I don't even know he's, if he's from Europe or not, but it don't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's
0: he from somewhere over there. You know what I'm saying? He stared LeBron down as LeBron ran away and cried, you know, in the car. But
2: Let's talk about this number one overall seed, Duke Blue Devils, man. Let's break down this bracket. Man. Okay,
0: man. I know LeBron fan is ready to move on. So we're gonna go on get to this tournament. <laughs> so, all right, number one overall seed, Duke Blue Devils. Zion is back in full effect. He the monster that we remember him being in there in the a- a- ACC tournament. How uh, to finish off four to stay the team that I still have in my final four, and I think they ended up in a pretty good bracket to uh to help their chances. Not that it's gonna be easy per se, but I think it's easier than some of these other brackets, uh regions that is. So um whoever wants to take it first, man, how we feeling? Uh, Evan man, i go to you first again. How you feeling about this uh NCAA tournament?
2: Well, I think it's a, it's a decent tournament. Uh I have Duke winning it all. I know we're going to go to our Final Fours uh, towards the end of the podcast, but just off top, I have Duke winning it all. But I think Thursday and Friday will uh, be pretty good games. I'm going with an 8-9 matchup. I'm interested to see that Ole Miss-Oklahoma game. Uh, I think that's a pretty evenly matched game. Uh, I got Oregon as a 12-seed upset in Wisconsin. Uh, I think Oregon kind of found their footing once they lost ball ball at the beginning of the year. That's a tough loss. Uh, you you got to kind of find your foot, man, and, and and really refigure your offense because it was so much centered around him. I think Dinah Altman, who's just a hell of a coach and has a great recruiting class coming in next year, he he did probably one of his better coaching jobs of his career, uh, losing a big-time player like that and winning a Pac-12 title. Um, I got Seton Hall, a 10-seed, beating Warford, a 7-seed. I got the... Uh, Belmont or Temple winner uh, over Maryland, the 11-6 game. I just think Maryland is terribly overrated. I don't have them getting out that first round. And I got the winner of the Arizona State St. John's, uh, 11-6 matchup over Buffalo. Uh, so, and if you're looking into round of 32, I have a, a pretty shocker, man. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I had them pick to uh, go to the Final Four, but due to injury, it kind of messed up their season, and a and guy looked good who just, uh, as it seems like, just wasn't going to join the team again anymore. I got Kansas uh, losing in the second round to Auburn in their four or five matchups. So it's some interesting first-round matchups and second-round matchups. I think a lot of uh, teams that we thought were going to be successful or have better seasons at the beginning of the year, uh, they won't make it past the first weekend.
0: Interesting, interesting. Uh, Justin, what say you, man? is a lot of interesting matchups here. Well, um, with some notable teams. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, starting in the East, I guess if you look first round, I've got Duke, of
1: course, uh, advancing with, to take on UCF in that second round. I got UCF knocking off PCU, uh, pretty much going down the line. Mississippi State Liberty there in the five twelve matchup. I've got Mississippi State advancing and also Virginia Tech advancing in that uh, four thirteen. Though St. Louis could be a dangerous team. Um, usually A- ACC teams uh, fall off early so it'll be interesting to see it, but there will be an ACC upset and I think uh, actually the more I look at it I kind of agree with Evan um, I'm looking for Temple to beat Belmont and then come back and knock off six seeded Maryland to advance to the round of 32 uh, where they will take on uh, LSU the three seed out of that bracket who's going to knock off Yale Uh and then just move. So, yeah, go ahead. And just
0: just real quick, well, we talk about LSU. That's a team we talked about a lot this year. How are we feeling about them coming out of the SEC? Um, Yale's a tough matchup. I know. I think both of y'all had to beat Yale, but can they make a little run here? Because I'm looking at the teams around them. I just don't really see anybody. You know, I mean, I look at Michigan State. Of course, they had a really good year that's going to be further down the line. How do we think about, uh, can LSU make a run? I, th- I think LSU can make it all the way to just Elite Eight, where they would take on Duke. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, that's big. Well, what do you think, Evan? How you feeling about LSU?
2: I got them losing to Duke. Yep. In Elite Eight. Okay.
0: Duke and LSU, and that would actually be a really good matchup for uh, for Duke and Zion, even though I
2: that's, that's, that's kind of iffy though because uh, LSU lost their first game in the SEC they tournament. Did. They did. Uh, well, now you have a coaching, which is really like a coaching adjustment with Will Wade being suspended indefinitely uh, in the middle of the season, uh, those guys are just going to have to gel together and battle. Uh, it's really the perfect <laughs> game for Yale. Memphis saw them. Uh, that ain't a team that's going to be easy oh to beat. So, I mean, that could be a possible upset. I just think talent will prevail. I don't think it'll have to do with coaching. I think talent will prevail in that
0: game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Look it down the line, I'm going to tell you something, just from my perspective, you're talking about Mississippi State, and Liberty. Watch Liberty a couple of times this year, man. That's going to be an upset for me. I just don't – maybe, you know, maybe you say don't respect Mississippi State. It is what it is. But I think Liberty uh, takes that one in my – one of my big upsets in the first round. Uh right there. So that's gonna be something to watch. But uh anything else you got your eyes on, Justice? Just looking around. Uh just looking
1: around. I guess things that, that would jump out would be uh potential upsets. I've got Murray State. Uh, led by John ja Morant, knocking off uh, Marquette in that 5 Uh now I don't have him getting past Florida State, because Florida State looks pretty good right now. Uh, but certainly, I think Morant and his talent are enough to get things done. Um, Michigan's a team I like. Somehow every year they find themselves uh, going deep. Even last year where they were losing to uh, Houston in the second round and managed to, you know, go deep. And so I think they're a team that's going to do some things. Uh, It's just tough to pick an upset in, in, uh, let's just say, the Midwest bracket. But I do have uh, Houston at least knocking off Iowa State in that matchup, uh, in that 3-6. And then I've got them bowing out to Kentucky. But that could be a game. Where Houston is a type of team that could give Kentucky some problems, and I say that I think ultimately, uh, if Kentucky doesn't have Reed Travis back, then um, I don't I don't see how they can get by North Carolina if they play them in that in that Sweet Sixteen.
2: I, I I got some upsets, man. Uh, Josh, you mind if we go a little deeper in the yeah, bracket, yeah, man? Yeah, go
0: ahead, go ahead. That's
2: perfect. Um. I got a uh, four-seed Florida State beating Gonzaga in the Sweet 16, which is a one-seed. Oh, wow. um, that, number-wise, is an upset. But if you look at Florida State, uh, that's the team that got to the Elite Eight last year. Uh, I don't think people would be surprised. But a four-seed being the number-one seed, I think Gonzaga probably would be the first number-one seed to go if I had my so, right. and I So, let me ask this real
0: quick before we move on. Leonard Hamilton, is he the most underrated, underrated and underappreciated coach in the country?
2: big facts yeah. yes uh, that man just get the job done. Uh, he's a hella fire coach and uh, shout out to my guy CY out there man Charles Young, he's a good guy man and those guys just recruit at a high level they keep big down there man you know Georgetown used to be big man you they keep big down there they coming with some hitters every year out there in Florida State man so I think Leonard Hamilton is very underrated the man 70 years old he's been coaching 40 years he knows what to do. doing yeah uh, so I mean, yeah, he do not get his due because he isn't a national champion, but it's hard winning those things, yeah, especially man. in that conference. Uh, so. man, if I make wrong. Now, Evan,
1: Evan yeah. speaking of
0: upsets, so, he's not punching the blue. Yeah, either. Now, I was
1: gonna say, Evan, speaking of upsets, now I do have Virginia going down, I don't believe in them, uh, I don't have them get past the Sweet 16. In fact, I've got them going down to Kansas State in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Fact, I, I'll
0: say um, this real quick I got Virginia losing for the second straight year. To a 16 seed. Garden the web. Watch out. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they awesome. already, they were the first one seed to go down to a sixteen. They're gonna do it again. Yeah. It's hard to pick that. I know.
2: Man, uh, they're a man. They need to. Wait, can can old miss give up
1: a website? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. No. So. Nah, I don't, I
0: don't nah. respect them. I, I guess y'all can probably tell. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> nah, I think my 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 second upset in that Sweet Sixteen would be uh Villanova over Tennessee a oh. six over two. Uh, I I think if it comes to a man, that that Villanova team lost a lot of games this year. Uh, but one thing I think Jay Wright has proven in the NCAA tournament lately, I figure out a way to beat you. And I think – I talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. That Tennessee team got some weakness. That's awesome. That's awesome. That team has some weaknesses. And we talked about an eight-game stretch. I think they lost four out of nine, the last nine, including the, the SEC tournament. That team got some weaknesses, man. And uh, I just – I roll with Jay Wright over Rick Barnes. Somewhere, on some way uh, somewhere
1: Tennessee
2: um... – getting all the way to the final four taking on North Carolina yeah, you gotta be you gotta be you gotta be Villanova and that ain't gonna happen I'm telling you that right now I mean I, some
0: big words man gotta go to the final four cause I'm gonna tell you Tennessee's weird unless you
2: got unless you got Purdue beating Villanova in the second round I don't got yeah I've got a I've got, uh, Tennessee uh,
0: yeah I've got uh, Purdue going down yeah I've got
1: Tennessee Purdue. yeah
2: you got Purdue beating
0: Villanova yep. hmm
2: Okay, yeah, that's what we different. Okay, that's it. I got you. If that's the case, I think Mike Matt Painter does lose Tennessee, but I just think Jay Wright's going to be produced.
0: So y'all just uh, dismissing Cincinnati, huh? No, uh, no Cincinnati taking down UT.
2: We didn't dismiss, We didn't dismiss Cincinnati. See, you started it. The sorry ass NCAA committee dismiss Cincinnati because they was in the American Athletic Conference and they think anything that loses in the American Athletic Conference, one damn game, should be dropped by four slots. They should drop four seeds. There is no way in hell Cincinnati should have been the seventh seed. No way. I agree. I couldn't believe and it. No way. I
1: couldn't setup,
0: believe it. Now let me
1: tell you this. Cincinnati definitely capable of beating Tennessee.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Jared
1: Cumber They played the playing five in that game. Uh, against Houston that he is the real deal and was indeed deserving of the Topper's Player of the Year award, Uh, going out and get 33 points in the fashion he did and he gets to the line. So, that physicality, uh, to be honest, he's about almost the same size as Grant Williams who's playing power forward for Tennessee.
0: Yes, it's it's just going to be, that would be a slugfest. You know, it's just going to be physical uh, back and forth basketball and I think the better individual player out of uh, both teams, it's Cumberland by far. To be honest, no knock on Grant or even Schofield or whatever, but they don't have an individual talent like, like him. They could take over a game with need be, and I, I think that could be the difference in that whole deal. That's why me personally, after I have, I have a tendency going out in the second round uh, to Cincinnati. So we're gonna see what happens there.
2: I mean, we're, we're, we're All right, let's I know we get on the topic. Do you think Cincinnati beats Villanova in their Sweet 16 if they beat Tennessee? That definitely could happen.
0: It could, but man. You nah. see, that's the thing. Since he has trouble scoring, just like Tennessee does at times, even though they're physical and they can slow the game down, but Jay Wright can coach in any situation. Well, the other Doesn't thing happen. about Villanova is they're
1: 11-1 in their last 12 games. So that says a lot about them. Absolutely.
0: I gotta say, Jay Wright and the coach, Jay Wright and the coach at Michigan, are very similar. When it's this time of year, Eli. yeah, you can't you can't count them out. No. but go ahead, E. I know you were talking.
2: I was gonna say, is it? I was gonna ask Justice a question. Is it an indication that the team got better, or is it an indication that the Big East just isn't that good? I think it's a combination of. But but I, I think more than anything I think uh, Villanova improved
0: as the season went along.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely, man. Especially I remember um when no Nova lost I think Penn at one point and it was looking pretty bad, man. but it's a whole nother Michigan
2: smacked about force. I mean
0: that's Michigan, man. That was when Michigan was on that sixteen game winning streak early in the year. But um I'll just say this right now. Michigan's going to the Final Four. Mm. Well, hold on. Let me me stop that. Hold on before I say that. Because I got Florida State going to the Final Four. Okay. They're going to lose to Florida State.
2: (laughs) I got Michigan losing to Duke in the Final Four. I
0: don't know, man. Now, would Duke have to beat Florida State to get to the Final Four? Trying to look at these lineups here.
2: I mean, Duke is what, 3-0 versus Florida State this year?
0: True. <laughs> be the problem, but... <laughs> I, mean. I was about to say, that's a big obstacle to my Final Four hopes, if that's the case. I don't know, man. Hey, but they played them well. <laughs> they played them well in the ACC title, man. Yeah, you, you, I, Evan, All you right, called me a to reach when think too.
1: about Villanova, man. I, 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 now, the more I think about it, I think they <laughs> may take out uh, Purdue.
2: Hey, this is where you get time to do your brackets. Exactly,
0: (laughs) I promise. I'm doing it on the fly and I'm tripping. I'm just glad I ain't got no money on it right now. You know (laughs) what I
2: mean? Hey, I I got a question. I know this is off topic. I know we gotta get our final fours in. It's kind of getting late, but uh, I started with you justice and Josh Nago. Who do y'all think was the biggest snub?
1: I'm I'm not really sure on that. Uh, I'd have to do just a bit more research in terms of who was a snub. Give me three teams and I'll, I'll tell you the biggest one. All
0: That got snubbed, speak. Because I'm going to tell you, you know, some people think, not many, because, you know, it seemed like around Memphis, people were kind of ready to get that NIT bid, man. But y'all saw the tweets, you know, I put out there, me and were talking about it. I think low key, Memphis got snubbed. Low-key. Not high-key, but low-key got snubbed. Uh, cause looking at, you know, some of the teams that made it, man. But what, what, what do y'all think?
2: I'll give my... uh, I think TCU got snubbed. Mm-hmm. Playing in the Big 12, that ranking top 50, Ken Palm top 40, uh, I think TCU got snubbed. In my honest opinion. Ooh.
0: I don't know, man. It's let me see. I, I'm looking now, trying to see some of the team. Alabama, no. Indiana, a little bit surprised at that. Now, it's a team. Didn't watch them at all. But I'm just looking at the record: 26 and four. UNC Greensboro. Anybody is 26 and four, man. I don't see how you don't get in, unless they just didn't win their conference. I guess.
2: Unless you're playing freaking.
1: Let me start. Well, I'll tell you, TCU. Now Lipscomb was a tournament team, but they lost to uh, Lipscomb. Uh, TCU. They they were solid. They were solid, actually. Uh, You know, they didn't. They lost to Kansas. Uh, Huh. I'm just looking at that resume. I I don't. Nothing jumps out at me in terms of uh, great teams they beat. You know, they they took on Texas Tech. They got beaten nearly by 30. They lost by 26 to Baylor. Uh, you know, now they did. They did beat
0: the Iowa State team that I think is what
1: a six or seven seed.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking at the teams. that got. I really don't see a huge snub, to be honest with you. I mean, some of the top teams, will, yeah, like you said, TCU, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Alabama, Avery Johnson. Uh, and TCU's and T- got some State. bad losses
1: too Like they lost to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was yeah. fifth, 10 and 16. They also lost to West Virginia. Who was 11 and 17?
2: They also beat Oklahoma State in the Big 12 tournament. They beat a Florida team that's in the NCAA tournament, and they beat a Iowa State team twice. that won the Big 12 tournament. Florida
1: needs to be on the list of uh, frauds. (laughs) Yes,
2: I agree. But if they in the tournament, you got to count it. You know, Florida started out the season
1: against Florida State. You know, they got beat by 21. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sold on Florida. They lost to Oklahoma. Uh, you know they lost the Butler. Well,
0: they are a no right no tournament, no tournament
1: team. team, but I think that's the part of the problem with this thing. It's uh, yeah. You know they just throwing teams in. You know they lost to South Carolina. I mean I'm just going down a list. Tennessee beat them.
2: Uh, they lost to Mississippi State. Uh, I mean you name some good teams, yeah. just yeah. For- now. Also, I am gonna tell you this: I don't think they're supposed to be in the NCAA tournament. They really, y'all yeah, remember that Vanderbilt team two years ago that had like damn near twenty losses in ju mm-hmm. first year?
0: Yeah,
2: and was in the NCAA tournament. Like how? It's now, I, that do remind you me you of that, got a
1: lot of I just looked that, at uh, that road win at LSU. I would imagine that's but a he, good win. You know, they lost to Georgia. Uh, and I'm just not. I don't know Florida just doesn't jump, jump out of the I am not
2: going
1: on. Yeah, but I, I think beating LSU twice, once in the regular season, once in the conference tournament, that likely had a lot to do with uh, you know, them getting that favorable. But they lost, four, what, they lost, what, 14 games, 15 games on the season?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They, See, that's like that be... nope. I was like that Nope.
2: No. What,
0: 19, 18, something like that? Yeah. And they were 10 Yeah, they
1: finished 19 and 15 on the season.
2: Which means that they weren't like on the ball. No, that means they were going to be, be up. They
0: were eleven
2: or twelve seed, like they were firmly in the NCAA tournament, yeah. Josh.
0: That's bogus, man. They got them playing Nevada, and hopefully Nevada beats them. And if not, Michigan's going to crush. Them. Yeah. So yeah, they ain't going nowhere in that. Now, what I noticed nobody's talking about this team, Texas Tech, went into Big Twelve, I believe, the regular season. I mean, they're out there. Jared Culliver, those boys, man. can Are they going to make a run? Does anybody have any faith in them?
1: I don't. I think they struggled down the stretch of the season.
2: Man, they're not beating Michigan. I don't know. I've in seen, the Sweet 16.
0: Folks got them beating Michigan, man, because of Culver.
1: Yeah, they're
0: going to need a lot more than Culliver to beat Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> I agree, to be real with you. In Michigan, even if they're not loaded, that coach man is ridiculous. And Martin Manners, yeah, that that loss to West to Virginia, trouble.
1: I think stings a bit. Uh, it shows you possibly there was a chink in their armor. I mean, they really did when I say struggle, they really did struggle to be honest. But that loss to Virginia just kind of jumped West Virginia just jumped out at me. I'm like, how, how do you lose to West Virginia, even though? Uh, and in fact, that's the same uh, West Virginia team they beat by 31
0: uh back on February 4th, Exactly. Exactly, man. So, we'll see, man. Uh, no faith in Kansas. I think we address Kansas.
2: Um around yeah, I
0: think, you know, Bill Self, I don't
1: know. It seems like he's one step out. I don't know whether it's the feds coming with, you know, it seems like every year now there's a new scandal uh, happening at Kansas that somehow gets swept under the rug. Uh, with, you oh, yeah. know, players getting paid and offers to buy houses and, and jobs and things of that nature so uh, you know Kansas uh, obviously they they didn't win the Big 12 this year I just think things are going to change in Lawrence I wouldn't be surprised if Self does move on they don't go out and uh, get another coach
0: Now, I need to ask y'all this question this is kind of off topic before we get to our final four picks and everything am I wrong for feeling some type of way for the FBI wiretapping coaches talking about giving money to kids you know what I mean? Is it, is, does that not seem like a, you know, it should be high on the priority list? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I
1: don't know. And well, you know, they call it interstate commerce now. They want that money to be taxed. So <laughs> that's, that's, Man, that's, that's why know. the feds come in. It, you know, if it's if, if money moving across state lines, they expect the feds to come in. Yeah. I
0: don't,
2: I don't think it should be an issue because I don't think. Players should not be getting paid anyway. So, yeah, if I was a college coach, yes, I would pay players to get them. Yes, I would, oh,
1: so you're yes. even knowing yes. that you you could be your phone calls are being tapped, or you would just kind of change how you operate.
2: I'm saying I don't I don't think that they should be even listening to the calls or even caring. So what that they're paying players to come? Hell, they paying their All right, get pissed off again. So it's okay not to pay them, but it's okay for the coaches and the ADs to make millions off of them. It's stupid, it's dumb, it's double standard, it's ignorant, it's full of shit. Yeah, I
1: actually, I actually That's what think the coaches should be making as much uh, and also, I think that money needs to be passed down. The coaches are getting a lot of money. Uh, oftentimes, they walk away from contracts and jump into the next contract. Uh, meanwhile, the players are, are usually the ones left standing. And, and a lot of kids come out of college, finish playing college basketball, and they don't have much. They don't have anything. Yeah. They get that degree, and it's like it's still hard for them to start over and, and try to, you know, be a be a professional or whatever have you. So. Um, I do agree. I think the players should be getting compensated for, for uh, their work. You know, they sell them billions of dollars jerseys and, and sales, and I think the players should get some of that, even if it doesn't happen until after they graduate.
0: Yeah, I and mean, they just going back, and I think we talked about this on another podcast, Zion Williamson, in one day, affecting Nike stock, at least temporarily, by, you know, billions of dollars, you know, just by busting a shoe on TV. You know, he can't see any of that money, you know, that he's able to generate. I mean, that's just, it's not fair on any level, no. you know, I think when you look at that. So, it'll uh, it'll be interesting. And speaking of Zion, I know he's going to get caught up in a couple of other situations. But that's not, that's for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> even though he didn't do nothing wrong, you know, and them, folks, <laughs> and them folks lame for putting that man out there like that. But. Speaking of all that, despite all these distractions he got going on, most people feel like Duke is gonna win it all. Yes, sir. So it's it's no question. I was gonna ask you, Evan, so I guess you already got it down. What's your final four? I know we talked before the season, but it's hard to gauge because we don't know what bracket each team's gonna be in and stuff like that. But looking at what we look at now, how we feeling about how that's gonna shake out.
2: Y'all not going to agree with my bracket, it, but it's cool. Yeah, we, we, uh,
0: we never agree, but
2: go okay. <laughs> uh I got Duke versus Michigan in one Final Four matchup. All right. I got UVA versus Kentucky in the other matchup. Here's why I got UVA. Wow. Tony Bennett going to do something he's going to have to do it this year. Uh, he's underachieved at UVA with good teams too much. Uh, I, I just feel like this is going to be the year he breaks through and at least get to the third weekend. Uh, I could be wrong. I got him going uh, against Kentucky. I just feel like Kentucky, they're kind of finding their rhythm. a lot. Of, I know they lost to Tennessee, uh, but in the SEC tournament, and they really had their game won. Uh, I just feel like that's going to be a team that makes a run, and I feel like Duke and Michigan. Uh, I don't think nobody's mad at me for that Final Four matchup. I got Kentucky Dean UVA. I got Duke beating Michigan. I got Duke beating Kentucky for the national title.
0: Hmm. All right, All uh, right, Justice, man. I know you uh, looking at the bracket and everything. Do you have a final four? Or well, first off, I'll just go there? through my
1: Elite Eight. I've got Duke LSU, one and three. Uh, I've got Gonzaga, Michigan, and uh, Kansas State, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Uh, my final four. Duke versus Gonzaga, I think they'll have a rematch, and I think this time Duke will be victorious, and then I've got the Tennessee Volunteers taking on nothing finer than Carolina. Uh, National Championship game, Duke-Carolina, and I think Duke will eventually cut down the nets. I don't think there's a team in the tournament that can catch fire like Louisville did uh, in that Duke game when Duke traveled on the road and ended up making the largest comeback of the season. Uh, but I just think it's going to be too much Zion Williamson. And in fact, I've got them winning that national championship game 82 to 71 over Carolina.
0: Interesting, interesting, man. That would be a rating to get a Duke, North Carolina, uh, what, three or four? Would that be the fourth Yeah, match uh, that'd be the year? fourth matchup. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: That would be huge. Um, each game You're going to need a lot good. of talent to beat North Carolina on both sides of the ball. In a neutral center, you don't need good guard playing, good big men, and they, they have all of that. So, uh, I like North Carolina's chance. Kentucky got
0: too.
2: Kentucky
0: does have it too. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. but they're uh, down one big. They're down one big. I think that's the
2: big thing. Not right now. Is, is Travis back? Is he? You got your computer up? That's,
0: that's uh, not 100% sure. All I know is, as he is he. He's back. He's back?
2: Hey, come on, y'all. Y'all didn't How know that. How
0: good is he after, after sitting down?
2: Don't matter. He's back. That man is a factor.
1: Oh, yeah. He played in that uh that win over Alabama. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you,
0: man Kentucky's going to make a run. I think it's going to be a great game whenever they play Houston, but I think they beat Houston. Uh, I'm trying to see who can beat him. Definitely don't believe in Virginia, and I know that's uh, that'll be down. If point you know, to know who's going
1: to beat Kentucky,
0: Cal, who's that? Cal, you're going to out-coach yourself. <laughs> what if? Now let me say this: What if Bruce Pearl and Cal meet up down the line? Can they? Yeah, I'm looking here. Uh, they're both in the Midwest, and they would have to meet. It looks like at the Elite Eight. That's if Auburn makes it that far. It's a problem, and Auburn would have Ooh. to. Auburn would have to beat North Carolina.
2: Yeah, that'd happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have to happen. But nonetheless, man, I'm gonna say my final four. I have Kentucky. I have kind of just going on the fly here. Kentucky and. What the heck? Villanova. Kentucky, Villanova. And on this side, uh, it's going to be Michigan and Florida State in the Elite Eight. Two teams I really like. I'm going to stick to my Florida State pick. Going to the Final Four, and they would have to play Duke. And I think in the upset of the tournament, Leonard Hamilton, Florida State go on and advance to the national title game. Woo! against mm. Kentucky. We have a Florida State-Kentucky matchup. And which I think would be rather unlikely after the way Kentucky started they didn't make it back to the national title. And I think, unfortunately, Cal gets the win, man. I think it's more talent, but uh, especially after Florida State coming off a game against Duke. It's going to be rough, man. So, I'll have uh, Cal and Kentucky winning the national title. The Teflon Dunn wins the national title with really only five guys
2: doing the majority of the scoring. Now, Josh, we're in Memphis. You're going to have our podcast not getting this to again, man.
0: Right, look. look. This
1: is about being real. They're going to have to listen to the end to find that out. We're we not going to pick anything. Yeah.
0: So, okay. I will talking about putting this in the beginning, but I guess we ain't going to do that. <laughs> right, right. But... <laughs> I'll tell you, man. It, but it's it's quite a comeback. If that would have happened, it's, quite, it's already kind of a comeback story for Cal. Everybody's saying he can't recruit anymore. He can't do this. No, he, he can recruit. Win. He just can't coach. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? He
2: can recruit. He, he, he just can't out-recruit Penny. Exactly. For Memphis guy. Exactly. That is what it is.
0: it is. what it is. No matter what. No matter what my pick is of uh, Kentucky going to the national title, he still can't beat uh, penny, when it comes to recruiting, man. so that's it. It's written in stone. We got it recorded here. We cannot change our picks at all, unless. Cannot. I, unless I just you know you know fill give, out you know, another bracket. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, you gotta have at least ten the- brackets, man. At least two, three. Man, I ain't never been into doing that many. Maybe it's just me. I mean, I've I mean,
2: always only done one.
0: Yeah, I, 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 do, I, do, get
1: I, these, I get in the money pool, so you know you may put two or three together. I don't blame you CBS. But yeah, I bought some money before.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we at least we know you know that justice will split it all with us, you know, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So that's a that's a good thing to know. But uh... Hey, you, you said <laughs> <it> I did. <laughs> all that being said, man, any last word, guys? Justice
2: E before we get on off of here on our deliberation sports. Yeah, I got one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to sound like a homer. Right. Um, but I urge fans to... And it's not a homer. Everybody knows I like Duke program. But I urge fans to enjoy watching Zion in his last week of, of being a college basketball player. Uh, we got robbed of a couple of weeks with his injury thanks to Nike. But... That kid is something special. Uh, he's something body body size and what he can do with his athleticism, his size and height. I mean, we haven't seen it. It's kind of a la Sean Kemp a little bit. Uh, but I urge fans to enjoy because a guy like Zion, who's just getting better and better every game, we're not going to see that again for another twenty years. I can I guarantee. You. So I just urge fans, even if you don't like Duke, enjoy greatness because I think everybody can agree he's been a great college basketball player and we can only assume he'll go on to the NBA and, and do great things.
0: No question. No question about it. I agree. A million percent on that. Um, Justice, man, any any, any parting words there? Well, I mean, March Madness is all
1: about upsets. And so uh, we know there will be a major upset. We just don't know who we will be. Uh, as Evan talked about with uh, Zion Williamson, the guys is an absolute jaw-dropping freak like we haven't seen. Uh, a combination of uh, Dominique Wilkins and uh, Larry Johnson and Sean Kemp all put together. Uh, there's nothing that he can't do on the basketball court. But, uh, so, I mean, I think he leads Dupna to the national championship. Uh, but it's, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be a fun tournament when you got players like Zion and, and Ja Morant. Don't sleep on Ja Morant. I'm telling you, that kid can go, and Marquette, they in trouble because this kid has confidence. He's got the type of confidence that he can take a team to the Sweet 16 or Elite 8 just on his own. And so I agree with you. He's the player I'm yeah. looking forward to the most. I want to see him in a pressure-packed situation to see how he responds.
0: The tournament yeah. is for players like Morant, man, where he can get on the big stage. You know, people may have heard about him, but haven't actually gotten to see him. This is his stage to show up, show out, and potentially, uh, you know, drive this team to make a run, man. So that's what I like to be, you know, about the NCAA tournament. Guys that you hear about, maybe haven't seen that much of, they get on this stage and they show out for the world to see on the big stage, man. So. Nothing like it, and can't wait to see how it's all going to shake out this year. The 2019 NCAA tournament uh, tipping off this week, so y'all stay tuned for that. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Liberation Sports Podcast. Man, um, we definitely appreciate y'all for checking us out and listening. Uh, be sure you subscribe um, and give us a rating as well as uh, some feedback on the podcast. What do you think? Um, about the show uh, Justice Man, let the people know how they can follow us real quick They can follow us on Twitter at
1: Deliberation SP1 uh, Facebook, Instagram Deliberation Sports Podcast We also had a Facebook group Deliberation Sports Community Also, uh, be sure to subscribe to the Deliberation Sports c- Podcast via Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Anchor and Spotify. Just look for Deliberation Sports Podcast.
0: That's it, that's it, man. So without any further ado, we appreciate it. And until next time, the Deliberation Sports crew is out.